0: Happy hour, happy whatever the hell Tuesday, everybody. Sean Cantwell, Adam Hair, Huckey your local alternative solid state radio. Yeah, we're maybe a little bit late in getting this show on the road, which I'll oh, oh I'll tell you why coming up here in a minute. I don't <laughs> uh, oh being a first time homeowner is fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. Everybody's pipes are dirty. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: yep. We had all sorts of dirt and leaves and things coming up, and a, a surprising amount of hair, mostly like longer dark hair. Can't imagine whose that could be. I don't know. Crazy, craziest, craziest thing. <laughs> Um so that that was my fun that I walked into like dude I don't know if we're going to be able to do a radio show today. It's, um something yeah. it something is is down in the pipes and just like causing chaos. Um right. can we so maybe postpone? I, I, I
1: have a, a snake. If you want to pull up that drain we can snake it through and see what's what's going on. There's something plugging it. it it's, it's
0: it's draining fine now though. That's a weird thing.
1: It, you might have just had like soap scum that uh kind of built up and you 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 got it. So yeah, maybe we had that. It happens. It it just happens. I mean, you
0: know, for a long time, my sink in the in that bathroom was like it it wouldn't drain for nothing. It would just it would just sit and just like slowly, it would take like an hour to drain after you wash your hands. I don't know.
1: Whenever I pee in it, it it goes right down. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's the reason. (laughs) Sorry, dude.
0: So that that was the fun I got to wait, you know, get up and deal with today. I'm like, oh, I don't know if we're oh, yeah. done. Time for a radio show. We did, thankfully. It, like it ended up being a little bit less of a thing. Yeah. But you sounds like had a little bit of fun today too. Uh, yeah.
1: Well, um. Yeah, well, yeah. I had my I had a doctor's appointment. Uh. This was a, uh, kind of a follow up because you know I had a colonoscopy. I was been very uh, much an open book uh, on the air about you know all that kind of stuff. Because guys, don't feel weird about colonoscopies. Have it done. Get it done. They found two polyps. They removed them. They came back benign. Everything's a okay. Blood pressure's down. Weight's down. He asked me if I stopped drinking. I said, "Uh, "You're looking good, doc." (laughs) Did you you lose weight? Wow! Have you been lifting weights? You look good. (laughs) So, uh, so I got to go back in three years because they found those polyps, and I'm going to go because you got to take care of yourself. Take care of yourself, kings. Got make uh, make sure that you are fit. Uh, I asked him about a vasectomy though. Mm-hmm. I am forty nine years old. I've had my first kid at forty nine. I think somebody did the math, and I'll be well into my sixties by the time this kid graduates. Sixty six, sixty seven. Hey, thanks, thanks. Appreciate that. No problem. Uh, That's what I'm here for. <laughs> so I said, yeah, I think it's. I I think uh, I want a vasectomy. He says, why. I said, well, I've got a kid. I'm getting old, and he's like. Oh and, and this is like right after he said okay you're going to have, have a, clo- a, colonosc- a colonoscopy a colonoscopy in 3 years if we're still alive by, by then. <laughs> and <laughs> he's like, you know, you're still young. You're still young. Why why would you want? To-? I said I'm 49. I'm going to be 50 next year. You, 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 it, it just you, you it's weird having people <laughs> my age having kids. Did
0: you did you also mention the fact of the uh the eight prior kids
1: your wife has? Seven, but yes. Uh, yeah, I said, I've got seven stepkids. He says, yeah, stepkids, stepkids, not, not, not your kids. And I'm like, hey. <laughs> what is
0: it with, it, it seems like in the medical profession, they are entirely willing to let you get any stupid procedure or treatment that you want done, regardless of whether or not you actually need it. Except vasectomies. yeah. Except they, vasectomies and uh, get your tubes tied. Yeah. Like, why are those the only two things that, like, doctors, like, oh, like, oh, so, hey, slow hey, down hey, here. Hey, we need hey, to. Hey, we should think about hey, this before we do it. Like, I'm pretty sure you could yeah. ask them to just take off one of your, <laughs> one of your, one of your limbs because you don't like the way it looks, and they'll <laughs> and they'll ask less questions than they do if you want to get fixed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey Doc, the the little piggy that went to market. Let's get rid of him. Okay, I got a guy. I'll send him to you. Uh, no, yeah. When I was 25 years old, I wanted a vasectomy. I was like, I didn't want any kids. And a vasectomy is reversible. Right. So if you want kids, and it's a, it, I would think that would make it a more responsible decision for you. Is okay. I I'm going to have a, re- a reversal, vasectomy re- reversal. I'm going to reload the chamber, and you know. That's a responsible. De- I'm making a re- responsible decision. Right. I mean, it's fully covered by my insurance. Yeah. Let's go. Let's let's so, do it. So yeah, he he's, uh, last month last year he's like, oh man, you're terrible. You're like a walking trash But next now he's like, you get out there, kid. Spread thy seed. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I see. Like doctors will literally like do anything they can to talk you out of making that decision. Of all the things,
1: if I would have said, you know, what? I want to, I want to have a nice set of knockers, can I do that? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, just don't ask, ask me to, you know, uh, yeah.
0: don't ask me to to snip you.
1: Yeah, I can't do that. No, he he uh, he relented, and he's uh, so i got somebody going to be giving me a holler about uh you know. I'm hoping it's not like, hey, dude, yeah, I can be there in an hour. It's a big white van. Check it out.
0: <laughs> the shadiest of a sex yeah. to be yeah. doctor ever oh yeah
1: i usually park behind riot aid <laughs> <laughs> bring your insurance card and a rubber glove <laughs> i'm out <laughs> <laughs> just one yeah just one school you know really do we really
0: need both <laughs> oh, no.
1: so yeah that that's that's uh, definitely happening
0: Good on you, good on you, congratulations, all that good stuff. Uh, I, I need to do the same, honestly, because you, my my uh, thoughts of ever having children, well, those went out the window about 20 years ago, so <laughs> I, I'm probably overdue to get that done. <laughs> well, when you're 10, <laughs> <laughs> and you're 12, you're like, no, no kids. I hated children then, much then as much as now. You seem surprised by this, Adam. You should <laughs> You hated be. kids when
1: you were a kid. You look at yourself in the mirror and like, you piece of junk.
0: <laughs> are you are you really surprised by this? No. Like, even a little bit? You shouldn't be. You're
1: brushing to see, just spitting on the mirrors. Like, I hate you.
0: It's uh, Tell me that that's not entirely on brand for me, though.
1: That, that makes sense, yep.
0: Oh, man. We got a lot of stuff to try and cram into a relatively short uh, span of time today. NFL overreactions, Red Wings, and whatever the hell else we actually feel like doing today. It's Happy Hour. It's Solid State Radio. Taking back Sunday, your local alternative Solid State Radio. What's going on? It's Happy Hour. He's Adam Harehawk. I'm Sean Cantwell. Red Wings, they did stuff over the weekend. And last night, as a matter of fact.
1: Yeah. Uh, Last night, they played the the Columbus Blue Jackets, uh, a team they should have beaten.
0: By a significant margin. And And, they did.
1: And they did. They uh, really... They play. They they got the job done. They did lose that first game to New Jersey, a team that we both expect them to go far in the playoffs. So I expect
0: them in the Eastern Conference Finals. We're now.
1: we're not exactly uh, calling for Iserman's head or uh, Newsy's head. There
0: were certainly some people in a certain uh, Red Wings based Facebook group that were calling for people's heads. Uh, this team's like half the teams in this league are better than you.
1: <laughs> and well and they they've got a point but they're definitely holding their own Half, i mean they though? they they won their home opener against tampa bay 6 to 4 i mean they held they stayed right with them too it wasn't like they were down by four goals and they came back it was it was they were tit for tat in the goal column uh couple from uh to it.
0: that was nice to see that acquisition already paying dividends for detroit got to yes. love it
1: Larkin doing what he does, he's been doing. Um, yeah, yeah, two goals and assists from bring against that game. I'm talking about the game against uh, uh Steven Stamkos and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Stamkos with two goals and an assist. Uh real Daniel Sprong really coming along. No pun intended. Huh. Lucas Raymond, JT Comfer with his first of the season. Uh Moritz Sider with an empty netter. Uh Making it six to four, and then they go into Columbus, where uh, was it? Uh, it wasn't Husso. Okay, James Reimer gets a shutout, his first uh, outing as a Red Wing, and he uh, he blanks them. You gotta love to see that. Larkin with a goal. Andrew Kopp, for all the people that said he's a bust, and you're still not wrong. Um,
0: not yet, anyway. Yeah,
1: uh, Shane got this Bear. Godless Bear.
0: You, you do love the Godless I, I do. Bear. I just, I
1: just think it's like the, the one Care Bear that just went rogue. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just smokes camel non-filters. There is no God. <laughs> <laughs> I you api-
0: uh, apologize to Shane Godless Bear.
1: Godless Bear and the Care Bears. Uh, Michael Rasmussen, with his first of the season, he uh, kind of picking up where he left off last season before he got injured. You Finally using that big body, getting in there. Uh, getting, getting the job done. So good on him. Hope to see more of that. Uh, of course, then Dylan Larkin the on the power play. Andrew Copp on the power play.
0: You not, you just love to see it.
1: Not not too shabby. Not too shabby at all. Uh, Clem Costin with a with a fighting major against Eric Goodbrons, Goodbranson. So that was a uh, good to see them mixing it up. Uh, Robbie Fabry, you and I touched on this uh, on Saturday when we were in the studio just hanging out. Robbie Fabry injured again. Anybody shocked here? Ray, show of hands. No, not no, not seeing any. Uh, what is with this cat? I mean, is he, he is... is he like like osteoporosis or is what? Because I mean, he when he's healthy, he's a good player, but he's never healthy. I've lost patience with this guy. I mean. You,
0: you can't really, I feel like we can't lose patience with him. I mean, I mean you can only, you can't help the injuries, man. Like the, there's just something that. You know,
1: that- I mean, I, I, I'm going to agree with you to a certain extent, but also uh, I think the, uh, strength and conditioning plays a part in it. Real- well, then
0: blame them. Right. They'll be mad at him. Well, he,
1: he's apparently not uh, strength and conditioning himself. It starts with him.
0: And I mean, he's never played even close to a full season in the league. This dates back to his uh, after his first season in St. Louis, he played 72 games, and that's the most he's ever played or even really close to in a season. After that, his, his next full season was St. Louis, 51. The year he got trade here, 61, 30, 56, 28. We had kind of expected it at this point, but here's the thing. When he's there. He produces and produces well for you. Like he's always a double-digit goals score. Yes, on a, in a limited schedule.
1: Yes, and that is so. But that is frustrating. It, it's
0: frustrating, but I mean, I can't fault him for like he's giving it everything he has when he's back on the ice yeah, every time. But
1: I think there's there's times that, I mean, I guess I don't know how he was injured this time around, but I, I just know that players, uh, if they're not paying attention, they put themselves into a bad situation. They're not, they don't have their heads up. They have no idea what's going on. They allow themselves to get hit. They allow themselves to get hurt. They put themselves in precarious situations where you can twist an ankle, bust up a knee. I mean, get the guy a glass of milk, for God's sakes.
0: Well, maybe. But either way, he's going to end up probably on, you know, if if it is something that bad, he's going to end up on injured reserve. You're not going to be paying for the that cap. It's going to be covered by your insurance, and you're going to get one of the young guys up here. So, I mean... I'm not overly worried. I guess.
1: Yeah, but I mean, at that point, just see if you can trade him. Have Steve Eiserman do the old Jedi mind trick that he's been known to do. Trade him, get some assets, and bring in uh, Marco Casper, Elmer Soderblom. Let's see what let's see what they can do.
0: I mean, while yet while absolutely bringing Soderblom or Casper, I'm not entirely convinced that you're going to get what you think you're going to get for these guys. For, for a guy like who's, who's potential always injured, like I look, I I know that Steve Eisman seems to have the same ridiculous like Jedi ability that Dave Dombrowski did when he was with the Tigers here. Yeah. But at the same point in time, there's only so how much you're really going to end up getting for a guy who's hurt for half the he season every traded year.
1: Traded Jacob Delarose, a guy with a known heart ailment, and he made it. He was able to. It's almost like he goes. Did into, he get he, Fabry in that it, deal? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> 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 but it's almost like almost like there's like a
1: big lunch room of all the GMs, and he's like, "Oh, it's Iserman. Oh, he's so dreamy. And he just he's just walking in like like the bad boy, like the bad boy in a boy band. He's like, hey girl, what's up?
0: <laughs> Want to trade your best player for some guy who's barely on our roster?
1: <laughs> okay. He does
0: not seem to have that ability. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, no, you guys don't understand. Eiserman hey, uh, knows me better than you guys do. I know him.
0: Well, <laughs> we have a special.
1: We have a special.
0: You don't a- know him like I do.
1: Here, Stevie. Yeah, here's our best player. Hey, here's the second round draft pick. Call me. <laughs> yeah, you bet, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, put Steve.
0: <laughs> Why are you apologizing to Eiserman? <laughs> I-, I don't think anything we said about him was bad.
1: He'd probably be sitting there going, "Yeah,
0: yeah, I like these guys. They they know what's up."
1: Kyle Dubas is like, "How do I get to be like that?"
0: <laughs> and that, that's the, the, that's the great thing. You don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, here's three doors down. Your local alternative is Solid State Radio. Black Pumas, your local alternative, Solid State Radio. What's going on? It's happy hour. He's Adam Herahawk. I'm Sean Cantwell. And I know you've been kind of following, as much as you follow college football, the, the current debacle that is Michigan State football and that uh, state ended up getting spurned by one Urban Meyer, who was asked about potentially taking the coaching job there.
1: Okay. I, I knew that. They were uh, flirting around with him.
0: He's not interested. And by that, he's not interested in coming back to coaching at all. Really? That's what he says. Oh,
1: I I don't buy that for a minute.
0: I don't know. He seems pretty happy there in the studio at Fox. I mean, he, he made some comments to the effect that, you know, Every time I was there, like I didn't take a day off ever. Like you remember, I left multiple gigs for health issues. Although let's be honest, are any of us really buying that was all health issues that are the reason you left, and not because he was about to get caught doing something underhanded? <laughs> but he won. He or, won. That's the only thing that really matters.
1: Or he just yeah yeah, yeah I'm sick. <laughs> he calls in sick. He's actually in the line for at a, at a Walt Disney World or something like that. I, <clears throat> I gotta go. He
0: calls in sick, but it's brown bottle flu, or it's whatever he got from whatever uh, girl was bouncing on his lap the night before. <laughs>
1: Welcome to the stage, Chastity. <laughs> no, no, yeah, uh, big big old ailment. Yeah, one of my assistant coaches, I, whatever their names. I never got bothered learning their names. They can handle it. Anyway, I got to go.
0: They'll be fine. Got gotta go driving through a tunnel. Bye.
1: <laughs> Hi, Urban. The usual.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean basically that that seems to be what it like I don't honestly think that he is coming back to coaching at all like I think he really like sometimes the coaching bug really does just go away at some point and
1: oh, yeah, those panelists they uh
0: they make, they make probably better money than, than they did coaching they,
1: they make bank and they're not going to be under such scrutiny I mean was he really under a whole lot of scrutiny for Ohio State let's be honest but I know when he went to Jacksonville there, there he it's just like wow, uh, nobody loves me as much as they, they did in Ohio. Well, I don't yeah, like, I don't he like didn't, this feeling at all
0: because he didn't win. That's right. that's the difference. Like you can be under scrutiny and for, you know have things that you that you do that the uh, that, that people are not really in approval of, but if you win, nobody cares. Right, like that's the difference. He won.
1: Winning in Ohio makes a lot of things disappear.
0: He won in Ohio State. He won at Florida. He didn't win a single game in Jacksonville. Well, I think he won one game in Jacksonville. Like, you can't, like, that's just kind of not how these things work. Like, you can get away with a lot, but you got to have the on the field success to be able to give yourself that, uh, earn yourself that level of slack, really. But with that being said, so obviously now you're back to the drawing board for state, and I. Keep looking at the names that keep getting suggested by people, and it's always one of two things. Either it's someone who has some vague ties to uh, U of a- or, uh, Michigan State, someone who played here, someone who was an assistant under D'Antonio or something like that, oh, God. or it's somebody who's like a mat coach that still has a mediocre team like Chris Creighton at Eastern Michigan. And you know what? I don't exactly expect um, – I don't expect respect – for Michigan fans, I don't. But, I mean, can we at least drop the charade that MSU's supposed to act like a poverty school forever? Can we do that at least?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean... Just just
0: hire some no-name Matt coach who's going to settle for seven wins and an appearance at the Bob's Discount Tire and Lube Bowl?
1: I don't know how Michigan figures into that at, at all. I think they're, uh, the athletic director for MSU... It needs to stop. They all need to stop worrying about what Michigan thinks and just get it done. Uh, it's just it seems like it, mostly in this
0: state that you know the media being what it is, and let's be honest, the media is pretty strongly in the in the tank for U of M around these parts. Like the the the, the guys who actually the big opinion guys, with the exception of like a couple talk show hosts, are mostly very much Michigan guys. The columnists in the papers and such, like. They they all expect that state should go back to acting like little brother forever and ever and just be done with it. And I'd I'd wanna see him go out and take a big swing, hire someone who even if it is like a a Mike Elko over at Duke or I I'd I'd be even okay with Charles Huff from Marshall. Like he's got that program playing far better than it has any right to. I just I'm I'm tired of we should go back and hire Pat Narduzzi. Yeah, what? Because he was a coordinator at, at State when D'Antonio was here. What's he done at Pitt? Can someone tell me what the hell Pat Narduzzi has accomplished at Pitt yeah, I mean, as that, a head coach? Yeah. Nothing.
1: This is something that all the college programs, Michigan included, needs to to get rid of is the fact that the person behind behind the bench has to be uh, an alumnus, has to be have some sort of ties. No, they don't. No, yeah, they don't. You know what makes really good ties? Winning. Yeah, get somebody who can do the do the job.
0: Exactly. I don't need my my next head coach at State to be someone who has had such a you know who has such deep loyal ties to the university. You know what I want him to do? I want him to to win games. I want him to win bowl games. I want you to compete for a natty. That's I, that's the things I want.
1: As a Michigan fan, I want Michigan State to do well because. The the rivalry is more fun. Now. It is. It is. Michigan's Mich- playing Michigan State here soon, and I I have no doubt that Michigan is going to beat the living tar out of the state. But I don't I don't feel it's going to be a murder. <laughs> I, I don't really. I, I'm I'm not. I, I would much rather have it. You know. Michigan 2, Michigan State 3 in the nation, had the two go head-to-head, and then I come in on Monday just dressed in all maize and blue and just shoving it down your throat.
0: You would love nothing more in the world than that.
1: (laughs) But, I mean, it's just... Now, I will say that if State pulls out a victory against Michigan, yeah, you'll be coming... Uh, more green and white than you usually are. <laughs> which is pretty Every impressive. bumper music will be the state fight song, which I vaguely remember. I thought it was uh, from, uh, you know, Sid Caesar's show of shows or something like that. <laughs> so <laughs> was, so you bastard. <laughs> how, da- how dare you?
0: Well, half the breaks are going to be that. The other half are just going to be, oh, there's trouble with the
1: snap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Which
0: apparently is the eight-year anniversary of that, oh, I guess. Oh, of
1: course. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> to celebrate in your own way, that I- Everybody in Michigan is just gonna go ahead and choke. Um, Basically, yeah. <laughs> I want State to do well. The Big Ten needs State to do well. Uh, they just need this whole stupid uh, alumni nepotism BS has got to go away. Get somebody who can do the effing job.
0: Yeah, that's that's all it comes down to. That's all you really need, man. Like, I don't, I don't
1: necessarily Henry Winkler. They need Henry Winkler to reprise what? his role as a coach and the water boy and he needs to coach Michigan State.
0: That seems like a terrible idea. <laughs> that seems like the worst thing i worst idea I've ever heard from you.
1: No, no. Yeah, he was he was a coach there. It was Jerry Reed that was the evil coach.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, Jerry Reed. But no, like I just would like to see them actually go out and Make make a smart hire, make make the I don't I don't necessarily need big and splashy. I just need someone who's got a track record of success at some sort of coordinator. I swear to god, the next person who suggests Pat Narduzzi or Dan Enos is getting fired into the sun. Look how that guy did at Central if you need any any further explanation on why he doesn't need to be the next head coach either. Yeah. That's all I ask is let's take this somewhat seriously here. Like, like this is a top 20, you know, school when it comes to, you know, your, um, your revenue and everything else. Like, you're not Little Sisters of the Poor, man. Right. That's all. Right. It's happy hour. It's Solid State Radio. Here's Lovejoy, Normal People Things, something we've never been accused of here at your local alternative, Solid State Radio. <laughs> What's going on? It's happy hour. He's Adam Harahawk. I'm Sean Cantwell. Another season of or at least another week of NFL football is in the books. We're here to tell you what's uh, what's overreaction and what isn't. So, Maestro, the music, please. <clears throat> Adam's got a full list of overreactions and things of that nature, and he's gonna lay 'em on me, and I'm gonna tell you what's uh, what's real and what's BS, basically. Adam,
1: sure overreaction or is it reality? Jim Schwartz was the best acquisition any team made all offseason. Schwartz,
0: I, I said it on yesterday's show. Schwartz is easily the best defensive coordinator in the National Football League right now. Like he's got he's got that team playing far be- above its pay grade. And considering that, you know, the Browns are terrible on offense, you basically don't have a quarterback right now. You're sending PJ Walker out there to to start for you, the XFL standout, mm-hmm, like yeah. the fact that your defense has kept you in games and knocked off the presumptive number one team in the NFC, that's impressive in and of itself, apparently with ESPN's football power index, your first in defensive efficiency, you're damn near like bottom of the, of the league in offense, <laughs> but you've allowed a total of 1,002 yards so far this season, the only teams that have done better than that are the 71 Colts and the 1970 Vikings. Like, the Browns are only in this because of Schwartz and this defense right now. You can't can't take that away from them. I don't know if I'm going to say that uh, this team can... that Cleveland's going to be a major problem if Deshaun Watson makes it back from his right shoulder injury because I don't have faith in Deshaun Watson, but I think you can at least be a menace in the AFC North, if nothing else. So I'm going to say yes. Absol- That's not no reaction the slightest.
1: The coach of the year race is already over, and D'Amico Dem- Ryans is the winner.
0: Um, I don't think I'm going that far just yet, man. Look, they're, they're a game out of first place in the AFC South right now behind the Jags. They have already beaten the Jags once. But here's the thing about that. C.J. Stroud's looked nice, and they're, they're, they've been a huge surprise this season but come on there's there's several other good candidates out there i'd argue dan campbell should be your coach of the year and this isn't just me being a homer i think he's he's deserved it hell what about mike mcdaniel he's putting together the most prolific offense in nfl history right now he's making the greatest show on turf look like child's play that dude's got to be in consideration i mean i'll give you he should be there he should be in the in consideration for it But there's two candidates right there. I would put above him at this point in the season.
1: Yeah, Dan Campbell. I mean, and props to him. I'm trying not to be a homer as well, but I mean the fact that your Lions are tied for first in the NFL, I believe, or at least the right. So it's it's. Yeah,
0: they're hanging in there with like San Fran and Philly, who, neither of whom looked particularly good last week.
1: No, they did not. And
0: and the more and I, I, again, I got to give props to Mike McDaniel here cuz like their offense even not putting aside the game where they blew out Denver a million to 20, like they have put up numbers that haven't been seen in this league in a, almost a quarter of a century.
1: So, is this real life or is this just fantasy? The Bengals are about to go on a run and roll to a third straight AFC North title.
0: Not buying it yet. Not buying Joe Burrow yet. We've talked about this last couple weeks. I'm not yet convinced. I'm saying it's absolute overreaction. I'm just not convinced necessarily that Burrow's going to be at full health here. And we've seen Cleveland's already kind of starting to come and make some noise in their own right without an offense at all. And...
1: Let's not act
0: like Baltimore is completely out of this either. The Bengals have some tough teams yet on their schedule. They still have to play the Ravens on the road. They got to go to Jacksonville on the road. KC on the road. Pittsburgh. And San Fran. I mean, they only have one team left in their schedule that has a losing record, and that is the Vikings. And the Vikings could still potentially give them a run for their money. So, they're not about to go on some... On some crazy streak here. They've got a gauntlet of a schedule ahead of them. Not, I am not in any way giving this division to them yet.
1: How about this? The Jets are going to find their way into the playoffs. Playoffs? In spite of the Aaron Rodgers injury. No,
0: not going to happen. Look.
1: Good hit- on them for beating the Eagles. I mean, that, that was, that was uh, some good, uh, that was must-see TV right there
0: it really truly was and it was fun to watch like i i loved it because i'm i'm ready for for philly to lose just in general but here's the problem with that you're not winning your division can can we just say you're not winning your division right now because miami is absolutely going to steamroll that division buffalo
1: buffalo's looking a little uh, buffalo's looking a bit
0: yeah they've very much come down to earth. Like they they almost blew it against the Jets on Monday night and got lucky that Brian Dayball made some stupid decisions on the one yard line.
1: Jets. Giants. 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 Yeah. Jets played out against
0: Yeah, so yeah, that that was that like I'm like Sean McDermott got lucky, quite frankly, to come away with a win on Monday night. At, but they're still, I think, gonna have a better shot of making the playoffs than the Jets do. And that defense, again, and again, mentioned this yesterday, the defense over there is, they're phenomenal. Sauce Gardner is one of the best defenders in the league. Here's the thing. Your offense can't roll like this with Zach Wilson. Like, they're just not that good. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going with, I mean, yeah, this, you have an easy schedule from here, but you also still have to play the Dolphins twice. You also have to go to Buffalo. You've got to go to Cleveland. Like Brees Hall yeah. can't do it all on offense, no. and and they're and it's kind of what they're counting on right now. Like Zach Wilson is going to do something to screw this all up. He is going to get in his own way. He's going to end up giving the ball away. Like there's this team's not a, this isn't a playoff team. And while Aaron Rodgers thinks he's going to be back in time for the playoffs or close to it, you're it's a bold assumption to even think that you're making the playoffs at this point, whether with or without a Aaron. I don't think he's made. He tore his Achilles. I don't care how he, he like is convinced that oh he's going to recover from this faster than anyone's ever have ever. Sounds like a cer- certain other person who's the healthiest healthiest person ever to serve in the Office. Uh, but that's... Uh-huh. my God, yeah. like I'm I'm not I'm just not buying it right now. No, like there's too many other good teams in your div- there's there's enough good teams in your division that to be the second team is not a guarantee by any means. Also. There is a possibility the FC North could have three teams make it out of that division. Wow. I don't think I think Kansas is the only team that makes it out of the West. Jacksonville makes it out of the south and nobody else. Like I thought the Chargers had a chance, but Brian Staley's gonna mismanage that team into the ground. But I think you could have three teams come out of the FC North, which leaves room for Buffalo and nobody else outside of Miami and East.
1: How about one more before we go to break? Is this okay. overreaction or is this reality? This is the best Lions team of your lifetime, no matter how old you are.
0: Yes. Yes, it is. It absolutely is. We've never seen a team perform like this in this town. This run defense is absolutely elite. Jared Goff is playing like a top-five NFL quarterback because, quite frankly, right now, Jared Goff is a top-five NFL quarterback, and anyone who refuses to acknowledge as such is just blinded by the fact that they were wrong when, when you traded for him in the first place. Yes. That's all that is. That's that's just. I don't want to be wrong about my hot take from two years ago. That's that's the only reason you can't just sit there and acknowledge this. David Montgomery, when he's healthy, just is, is an absolute certified people mover. Craig Reynolds <laughs> on, on, on blocking on Sunday too. My God, that that just Mac Truck and that guy on that Amon Ross St. Brown touchdown. Oh yeah. Like everything about this is coming together at the best possible time. I can honestly say I've never seen this good of a Lions team in my lifetime, and that encompasses a good 33 years of garbage football. You've got a few more years than I do.
1: Yeah, I don't recall anything. No Detroit Detroit sports team was really good in the 70s and early 80s until the Tigers.
0: Right. Like, unless you're literally old enough to remember when they won a title in 57, and even then... I'm not convinced that that team then was as good as what we're looking at right now. No. Like this is a team that is absolutely going to run roughshod over the NFC North. If they're going to win their division, they're going to have a home playoff game, which when's the last time we've seen that? No, That's, uh, we have not. <laughs> they haven't won a playoff game in 25 years and they didn't win their division. Then they haven't won the division since 93. This is the best Lions team of my lifetime right now. Like, Barring something just miraculously stupid. Mac I, I think that's that is not <laughs> in any way, shape, or form an overreaction. That's reality. There we go. Alright. That's our list.
1: That's that's the list.
0: Alright. It's happy hour, it's Solid State Radio. Stick around. Smashing Pumpkins, your local alternative is Solid State Radio. Streaming the world at net, the Solid State Radio app, and something, something, yada, 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 Alexa Skill.
1: Blah, 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 blah. I see the yada yada is really making its rounds in the whole cell phone commercials. Now they got Jason Alexander going in there.
0: I uh, hadn't, I honestly hadn't noticed.
1: Yeah. Uh, one cell phone company was like, yeah, the whole yada yada thing. And then the rival cell company, I'm not giving the names because they're not sponsoring, Jason yeah. Alexander's like, oh, the yada yada is kind of important. But have you heard the news story about the bus driver that was uh, she was fired for drinking white claw while driving a bus?
0: Well, you know what they say they ain't no laws when you're drinking the claws and <laughs> apparently no un- no employment either.
1: Uh, she uh, she didn't know it was alcoholic.
0: You know what it, It's funny you say that because uh, I, bl- I believe someone in Rachel's family actually uh, had one of those and it opened it and it was drinking the like, you know that's alcoholic, right? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> boy, boy, were boy was their face red, let me tell you.
1: Yeah, there, I've heard stories like that where somebody's like, uh, yeah, my grandpa was going to work every day, took, took a white claw with him, drank it on the way to work.
0: Yeah, that doesn't that's not nearly, uh, nearly uh, as good of a thing as you think it is there. So. Like uh, public service announcement, white claws do in fact have alcohol in them. Yeah, you got. to They kinda, also taste like TV static, but
1: yeah, flavored TV static. It really does. You got to read the can. You have a responsibility as a consumer to know what you're putting into your body. Remember when Mike's Hard Lemonade first came out over at Comerica? Some some guy had almost had his kid taken away because he's like, "Oh yeah, two uh two those Mike's Lemonades," and gave one to his like eight year old son. <laughs> They didn't even know what was going on until the 8-year-old started cussing out the catcher. (laughs) This bus driver, Amal Hanna, 60 years old, won't face charges for drinking while driving students, authorities said. A New York bus driver... Won't face charges? Will not face charges. A New York bus driver who was fired after she was caught driving students home while drinking an alcoholic seltzer, to her alleged surprise, will not face charges, police said. I mean, at this point,
0: like, okay, a couple of years ago when the the seltzers were just becoming popular, I could see how someone might make that mistake. Yeah. We're now, like, what, four or five years into the existence of White Claw? Like, yeah. how do people not know at this point in time that White Claw is alcoholic?
1: It says it right on the can. You should be able to uh, uh, know what you're consuming. I, mean, I think you kind of have... Uh, responsibility for that. So you she, would
0: think that.
1: Yeah. An emotional Amal Hannah, six years old, told Long Island's News 12 that October 4th mistake happened after she accidentally grabbed a White Claw instead of a regular fruit-flavored seltzer for the refrigerator she shares with her roommate before she headed to work. Well, I'm about to go drop, bust these little bastards around. I'll be right back.
0: <laughs> Gotta do something to make the day a little more uh, tolerable, right? Well,
1: you know, you've ever been on a scru- school bus with 30 screaming kids? I, I, how could I, you, how I, could you be sober during I, that? I admire her restraint. I'd just be like cracking open a bottle of Cuervo and just saying, "All right, let's go through this."
0: Yeah, literally, so must be sitting there with a the bottle in hand, pouring it in the glass, like doing doing just the ultimate the power move thing is pull out the booze, pour a glass, do a whole shot of, yeah. set it back down. Yeah. All right.
1: <laughs> if I empty this bottle, I'm knocking somebody out with it. I swear. You better sit set the hell down. <laughs> Hannah, who is currently undergoing chemotherapy treatments, told the outlet that she has difficulty tasting and was not able to detect any alcohol in the beverage. Well,
0: the reason you, you can't taste anything is because it's White Claw. They don't taste yeah. like anything.
1: Yeah, they it, it taste like a static electricity on your tongue, slightly flavored.
0: That someone yelled the name of a fruit from the other room.
1: Yeah, when the White Claw was observed in her cup holder as she transported kids from Smithtown High School west, she was immediately removed from her route. For people like me that don't drink, how are they how are they going to know this is alcohol? Because it says it on the can.
0: There's that, yeah.
1: Hannah, who has been a bus driver for 15 years, asked. She also was worried about becoming homeless. Then I'd where where else will I get my hooch? <laughs> In a statement to families following the incident, per the station, Smithtown School District Super Superintendent. Said they had received quote a rec- they had quote received a report of a bus driver drinking an alcoholic beverage while on the route to bring students home from high school. It was confirmed that an alcoholic beverage. It was a high school kids. So they're like woohoo! <laughs> bus driver's awesome. Hail to the bus driver! Bus driver! Bus driver! It's happy hour with a bus driver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next round's on me, bus driver.
0: You're, so you're not going to say anything about us drink, you know, drinking our uh, water bottle vodka or anything, right? Clearly.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, you yeah. ain't say, We ain't saying nothing yeah. if you don't. Oh, oh, you got a problem with me smoking on the bus? All right, Miss White Claw. What's the matter? <laughs> did, did your tall boy just not fit in the cup holder? I mean, what's going on here? <laughs> it was confirmed that an alcoholic beverage was on board and the driver was promptly taken from the bus and a different driver completed the route. Did they at least give her like a sobriety test or something like that.
0: I, I don't think they care because I feel like there's a
1: zero tolerance. Kind yeah, of, like
0: yeah. it like it applies the same as like the truck drivers like Drew would probably be able to uh, to confirm for us. But like you're like when you're behind the wheel of something like that. And I think the bus the same thing applies to trucks like yeah. that alcohol, like the acceptable blood alcohol, I think is zero point zero zero or zero point zero one.
1: Something like that. I mean, uh, let me see. No children were injured in the incident. Well, no. Right. So of course, I they weren't. I found it hilarious,
0: right? They're probably laughing their asses off at her.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, seriously. I mean, I don't, I don't know what the uh, ABV percentage is of white Claw. I mean, no, it's not. I believe it's about five percent. I, oh, wow, really? Five percent. I mean, not to say that you know, oh, it, it was only three percent. She should, she could she at least have one. Geez, I mean, how do you unwind from the day?
0: They're but apparently five to eight percent, I think, depending on eight maybe...
1: percent.
0: I have I know I haven't I haven't seen one since eight percent.
1: Okay. okay, the
0: eight percent is the surge, which I'd never see a place that actually sells those. The regulars are five percent.
1: I was gonna say it. Now I know why all those white girls are always wooing around. Woo yeah yeah.
0: Two of those and that just puts them down. <laughs> I, I I've seen it, I've seen it happen a few times. I'm gonna drink those. next
1: thing you know, that school bus is just swerving and they're honking at everybody and some you know, some poor guy's just walking his dog down there, so huh, huh? Hey, <laughs> once again, really these 30-year-old these 30 bastards, why don't we get in the back and you know <laughs> check hang around the emergency door exit. Come on, what do you say?
0: <laughs>
1: I got white gloves for everybody, come on.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's there's no good that comes with that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's the last thing. I mean, while I, I certainly understand, I sympathize, I wouldn't want to have to drive a bunch of screaming kids around sober or ever. You can't do that. Yeah, there's
1: just certain jobs I don't have for a reason. And one of them is driving a school bus. Because I'll mean, at one point, I'm like, mm-hmm, open the door, just get out, walk away from the bus, <laughs> leave it running.
0: <laughs> go into the bar. Yeah. I need a shot.
1: <laughs> Aren't you driving that bus? No, not anymore. One of those little... They all think they can. All oh, the parents all think they could do a better job? Get out on, on there. Come on, Tiffany. Why don't you drive your little bundle of joy home? <laughs> you, you, you pilot this ship. I'm done. Yeah. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm out of here. Me and my white claws are leaving. <laughs> Screw this. We're You're going just... home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've been called a fat bitch way too often in my line of work. I'm done.
0: Had enough. Yeah. That's it. We're all, it's over. We're yeah, out of here. Exactly.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I, I think a lot of people were just like, "Hey, let's mess with the let's mess with the uh, bus driver." Oh, wait a minute, they're drinking. They're drinking on the job. Apparently, no F's given here. I don't think I'm going to really mess with them.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm not saying nothing. Like, uh, they're clearly having a day. I'm just going to back off now because clearly their last F has going <laughs> right out the window.
1: Sounds like someone from Simpsons when Otto was like drinking on the job. I didn't know it was White Club. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ain't no laws when you're drinking the cloth <laughs> I had to bring myself down <laughs> a bunch of mushrooms You know, sometimes it's just what you gotta do, man
1: <laughs> my, I ain't here to judge My GPS is actually a genie <laughs> See, I just rubbed this lamp That's not a lamp, that's some poor asthma kid's inhaler <laughs> Where am I supposed to go, Jeannie? <laughs> oh, okay.
0: <laughs> oh, God, it's happy hour It's Salt State Radio. Solid State weather for the rest of the afternoon. You're looking at mostly cloudy skies today, high getting up to around 49 tonight, clearing in the evening hours into the overnight with a low of 40. Tomorrow, partly cloudy skies in the morning, giving way to clouds in the afternoon with a high of 63 and a low of 51. Then for Thursday, showers early, becoming steady light rain later in the day with a high of 57 and a low of 49 does look like, since I'm just kind of looking ahead to the forecast, trick-or-treating is going to be a little bit cold, but it doesn't look like it's supposed to be any rain. They're calling for a high of 46 that day.
1: That's not too bad. Yeah, I, I
0: feel like we've had worse Halloween If there's no
1: there. If there's no wind, no rain, I think kids can make that work.
0: Yeah, and, and more importantly, the adults can make it work. And if they can, at least in this town, there will be plenty of... Uh, Adult trick or treating stops where we can, you know, put a little bit of a uh, little bit of Bailey's in that coffee.
1: There you go, Just spicing that up a little bit, get a little Irish. And you, yeah, you see uh, who was not who was uh, announced as the October twenty eighth guest, a musical guest for Saturday Night Live. I
0: sure didn't.
1: Nate Bargatze and the Foo Fighters. Okay,
0: Foo Fighters, that's awesome. I don't know who that other guy is. Nate
1: Bargatze, he's a pretty decent stand up comic. I like him. Yeah, I think I think you would get into him.
0: Yeah, yeah. Duly noted. I'll I'll uh, I'll look into that. Right now, here's the struts at Solid State Radio. happy hour at South state radio as we get set to get the hell out of dodge for a uh, tuesday afternoon stick around the only full hour of local original music comes your way next on a little show we like to call sessions all being well talk to you tomorrow afternoon at three see ya